Get ready for some Philly sports talk. Sixers, Phillies, Flyers, and the Birds. He's an ass. Get him the ball. He's going to make plays. Just shut up and enjoy the greatness. There's a lot of back here. It makes you less happy, which is exactly what I want. Let's do it. Three, two... Everybody. Hello, Philadelphia. Welcome back once again to yet another edition of the Wolves of Broad Street podcast. As always, my name is Ryan Conway, and joining me here is my illustrious co-host and wartime consigliere, Sam Glavin. And of course, we have our incomparable producer behind the glass, Seamus G, pulling the strings. The boys are on the road. I'm in my childhood bedroom. Life is good. The Phillies are winning baseball games for the first time in what feels like forever against the Marlins. Sam Glavin. What the what's up, man? It's been it's the Marlins. It's been a couple weeks. The Marlins. We beat the, the Marlins. Marlins. In a, when was the last time we won a series against the Marlins? I don't know, like eight years ago. Had to have been at least eight to fifteen years ago. I'm <laughs> anywhere like in the that World Series run. Yeah, dear God. Town. Yeah, man, it's been awesome to watch though. I mean, everybody's firing on all cylinders. Minus the bullpen, we won't talk about yesterday's game until we get. Um, we'll we'll get there. But man, I mean, you can't not. You can't not talk about Reese Hoskins during this hot streak, right? I mean, Reese Hoskins has been absolutely unbelievable. I mean, he's the streakiest hitter I've ever witnessed in my entire life. But when he's hot, it's just so fun to watch. And it's so hard to say, like, oh, he's on the trade block and whatnot. But he's just been so amazing. And then, like, we'll be shitting on him as soon as he goes for another 0 for 33 streak, like he usually does. But it's just been awesome. And you don't like, we haven't even been taught, like, nobody's really been talking about Bryce Harper too much just because he's just, he's been so consistently good, like, just so consistent, just hitting singles, driving in RBIs, not hitting huge dingers and whatnot, but like, it's, he's just been great. Everybody's been awesome, man. The offense has been, has been unbelievable. Yeah. It feels like every time I look at the screen, we get a hit almost mm-hmm. anytime like say i you know i went to the bathroom i come back and then there's another hit every single game it feels like since rob thompson has taken over this this team just looks completely different and i don't know how many games it's going to take uh for us to really get the consensus was girardi the fully the problem i don't know how many games until we can make that judgment but like come on like how, we we what we had a nine game win streak, lost one. Now we've won two, or uh, we won a couple more. Had a uh-huh. tough one last night, but hey, the Phillies are very good under Rob Thompson. I understand a, a, a one week stretch in baseball is like half a page in a novel in terms of the importance to the whole thing, but like it's still impressive to see am i wrong there i mean i don't feel like i'm wrong no you're 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 fully right and i think the biggest thing between joe girardi and rob thompson is that joe girardi was it was too many variables for joe girardi and rob thompson's like well i'll just let the young kids play see how that goes that was hilarious. oh you win a game out with that <laughs> yeah right like just let the young kids play all right win a game all right let's go with the same lineup tomorrow all right win another game oh shit all right here there's that's two in a row three in a row Sure, why not? Four, five, six. I mean, he just—he was just letting the guys play the way that they've wanted to play, and apparently Joe Girardi didn't 
and let them play that way. Like, I don't understand why they were so bad under Girardi other than him not pushing the right buttons with the bullpen. But we've seen already that the bullpen is as bad as – I mean, it's it's bad. So mm-hmm. Rob Thompson is just putting the lineup out there saying, just go out there and play some baseball. Like, I'm not going to do anything unless I have to. And he's been trying to pull every string that he can in, in the bullpen with what he has. And it's just been – it's been fun to watch. And, you know, the other thing that came out the other day with Joe Girardi and Castellanos, they've there was an article that came out that said that they had maybe had two conversations like the entire year. Like, that's not how you're supposed to do it, right? Like, yeah, it's no one sense. of your It's one of your your big signings from, from the offseason. He's been one of the best hitters in the National League. Like, I, I just don't understand how you don't have, a, like, more than two conversations with your four-hitter in your offense in an offense mm-hmm. as stacked as the Phillies. So I don't know what Joe Girardi's mindset was there, but under Rob Thompson, I mean, they seem to love him and they seem to just be clicking under him, just being like going out there and playing baseball. Like that's, and that's mm-hmm. all there is to it. They're just having fun. And like, it's a fun lineup. That's, the, that's the thing we've been talking about since before the season even started. Like it's going to be a fun lineup to watch. And now it's finally starting to click and the young guys are getting involved. It's it's just been awesome. And Rob Thompson's just kind of sitting back saying, Yeah, like I'm just gonna let the kids play. That's it. That's all you gotta do. That's really yeah. all you need to do. I mean, today, yesterday, through this these past few games, I've seen a lot. I've obviously we've seen a lot of home runs because there's just a lot of power in this lineup. But I've yeah. been seeing like actual other uh, actual baseball being played, moving runners mm-hmm. over, th- like the little things like that. Like guys just putting the ball in play. Like I DD steps up to the plate with a guy on first and second, clears him up to, or uh, sends a guy home, gets another guy to third mm-hmm. with a nice, which is a nice making contact. Goes Oppo, love that, love to see yeah. that. Bryce DD Gregorius going Oppo, like come on, going like Dude, that doesn't happen. That doesn't happen <laughs> statistically speaking. It does yeah. not happen. So the only time he's going Oppo is for is for a little small ball base hit. Well, we're not really small ball if you're hitting a double. But, you know, relative to the swinging for the fences attitude that has really mm-hmm. taken over Major League Baseball. And then, dude, Reese Hoskins making the haters eat their words. So now, will we be saying the same thing at this time in July? I don't no. know. No, probably not. He'll probably go over 30. 33. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's the thing. And then it'll be, <laughs> it'll be something yeah. special, you know? But uh, right now, man, with all I mean, we talked about, this lineup just needs to all click at the same time. And that's mm-hmm. exactly what's happening. This is the one thing that this team needs to win games. I understand that the bullpen is not good. I understand that Reese Hoskins is a lot better. Hit that uh, <laughs> smell rat <laughs> when he hits that, uh, you know, uh, home run to take the lead last night. But, you know, mm-hmm. and then they end up blowing it even still. It's difficult. It's difficult, but this is how we know the Phillies are in a really good spot, Sam. Our good friend, friend of the show, longtime listener, occasional caller, uh, Bob, texted me last night. Uh-oh. I love, I love these Phillies. Not two weeks yeah. ago was he talking about how much he hates these, like, how much he hates his team. Mm-hmm. And yet, here he is in the DMs late night going, <laughs> yeah, man, th- these Phillies are fun to watch. And when the ultimate right. hater in Bob is able to be turned to enjoy watching the Phillies. I mean, it's great. The hitting begets the hitting, the excitement begets more excitement. And I think now's the perfect time. Now's the perfect time. The only 
better time to be doing this is like if we were close in the divisional race and it was close to the playoffs. That's the only other better time to get hot than right now, right before the all-star break, get to the break in a very good position. And then we play 19% of our games against the Washington nationals for the rest of the way. So it's awesome. It's so good. Ryan, how do you like a double steal? Because I've seen two of them already under Rob Thompson and my gosh, I am I, I I practically like I practically came in my pants when I saw a freaking <laughs> double steal with Rob Thompson as the fucking manager. Like I just don't I, don't, I don't, <laughs> these uh, these these comments are going insane right now. Uh, but <laughs> like I no Girardi never done it never did anything like that. You had a guy I don't remember the pitcher's name, but there was a guy who was very slow to the plate, and it was just. It was Alec Bohm and some other guy from the Phillies. I don't remember who it was, but it was a double steal. It was first and second, and they moved it to second and third, and then they knocked both those runs in. I was like, this is this, this is baseball. Like, this is just quality baseball. It was awesome to watch. I was just I was just so excited. Yeah, dude. It's it's hard not to be when you see guys stealing bags like that. Just snatching yeah. bags right from under their noses. I don't mean it like that, but <laughs> <laughs> my God, Just, dude, like I, like I said, man, it's all those little things that makes baseball fun. It's not the three true outcomes baseball that we hear about strikeout, walk, home run. We're seeing balls in play. We're seeing guys getting extra bases. We're seeing Bryce Harper be a leader. We're seeing, well, I don't even know Stubbs, first name. Is it Garrett? Garrett. It's Garrett yeah, Stubbs. I, did, I actually did know it. Garrett Stubbs. With the with an all time pimp job today, up oh, that's yeah. up there with 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 my my with with, with the Michael walk off. Oh, Franco, yeah, the, the spaz, just the he like two he just like choke slam the bat and it just flexes to the dugout electric yeah. stuff. It was like a Dallas stuff. Goddard like touchdown spike. Like it was just it was awesome. JT Real so Muto replacement tour. What are we talking about here? <laughs> we, all right. I mean, as bad as Jay, as bad as Jay, let's get this out of the way right now. Let's okay? get it out of the I've way. Lot, I've, I've had a lot of thought. I've had a, I've had a lot of time to think about this. And obviously JT has been abysmal at the plate hitting into double plays. Like I've never seen anybody hitting the double plays before. And it's been killer for the offense, but he is still irreplaceable behind the dish. Like you can't throw somebody out there and get the same kind of pitches that you do with JT Realmuto. You don't get the same kind of respect from your opponents on the base paths as you do with JT Realmuto with anybody else behind the plate. So everybody relax. JT will get hot at some point in the lineup. Maybe he'll get his average up to 250 or 260. Maybe that would be a miracle. But he's irreplaceable behind the dish as of right now. With anybody else in the organization, yeah, you can say, oh, yeah, Rafael Marche and, like, Get him up, or Garrett Stubbs. You just should have walk off today. Like get him behind the dish. Nobody's as good as JT Ramuto behind the plate. So everybody relax. The offense will come. It'll get hot, just like Reese is hot right now. But you need him behind the dish with all those pitchers, and especially with all the young pitchers that are coming in through the bullpen. Right, you need a guy like JT Ramuto to go out there, settle him down, and just have those young guys throw to the best catcher in baseball. Like that's all. That's all it is. That's my piece really on JT Realmuto. Event. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I agree with you to an extent there. I mean, it's kind of hard to uh, ignore what he does behind the plate, but then, you know, 
it's also kind of crazy that of all the parts of the lineup right now, yeah. that well, I guess based on the season, it's not that crazy. But at the beginning of the year, if there's going to be somebody cold in the lineup for a long stretch, uh, outside of Reese Hoskins, of course, um, it, it would not be JT Real Muto. It would not be the guy that I would expect. So the, the struggles this year at the plate have been a little bit surprising, a little bit disappointing, mm-hmm. but you're 100% right. The value there, there are guys – that still get that you still have catching jobs in the league that hit way worse than him because of the quality of their defense. For sure. It's for it's, sure. It's a hundred percent. So there's look, it's great that we got stubs. I mean, absolutely. But in terms of playing every day or almost every day, JT still got to be behind the dish as much as I love to criticize and, and joke and like tweets about how he's hitting no yet another double play. Yeah, mm-hmm. you're right. You got to let the, let him do his thing. He'll get hot at the right time. And uh, just kind of just, just got to trust it. You just got to trust that uh, mm-hmm. Big T knows what he's doing. The Tommy mm-hmm. boy in the dugout, uh, you know, has the players uh, riled up, ready to go. Big T. So I've seen tea. a couple. <laughs> I've seen a couple of things on Twitter, like what town in Delaware County would Rob Thompson be from? And I need an answer from from my wartime consigliere here. I need an what answer. Town? Hold on, let me, uh, can we? I'm gonna pull up a picture of. of <laughs> you need Rob a list. Here. <laughs> yeah, a I, list? No, no, I, no, I just need to see what he looks like, Rob. <laughs> okay, I'm thinking Drexel Hill is what <laughs> I'm thinking. It's like, yeah, that's, that's my... I don't think I, I don't think Drexel Hill is far off, dude. <laughs> it's just so it's so classic. He just looks he like, seems a like a guy I'd, I'd run into at Barnaby's. I've definitely seen this guy, right? That's Barnaby's. what I'm saying. Like, it looks like a guy who would hold the door for you in while, like at a Wawa, you know? Like, oh, yeah, he's, he's good, good oh, yeah. Guy, and then you, know? you say thank you. He didn't say anything, no, but he, he 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 knows that you were thankful and he did mm-hmm. the right thing. I mean, I mean, that's Rob Thompson. I do love Cruck as well when he talks about. Him, he talks about him being like a genius. <laughs> yeah. He's well, like, I mean, to I, anybody's a-, a genius. Let's throw that out there. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, he has been in rare form this year, John. Cruz. Oh, my he God. Has- he's been awesome. Look, he's great every year. He's been great yeah. every year we've done the podcast. He was great every year before that. But right now, dude, there's just something about him that just gives less of a fuck. And he's just kind of letting it all hang out. He's just being Crucker on the mic. In a way that, I mean, we've seen it before, but in a way we've never seen before. And I'm fucking loving it. Joking about Greg Murphy yeah. getting hammered because he's Irish. I'm just like, what are you doing? This is a broadcast <laughs> television broadcast. Like, <laughs> my favorite was yesterday when he was talking about reading an article on the Athletic. He's like, man, I can't read any of these articles like on the Athletic. You can only read like a paragraph, and then it all goes away. And T Max was like, well, you have to get a subscription. He's like, I gotta get a subscription to read a damn article. Like, what the hell? <laughs> it was the best. Like, it was. Crook, I was like, me too. Now. me too. I can't read any of them on Twitter because I don't have the damn subscription. Me too. Cruck <laughs> just now realizing that paywalls exist. Like yeah. I, I love the idea that he's been completely just in ignorant bliss, just going through life with no paywalls. <laughs> Realizes the on the broadcast with Tom McCarthy. You gotta like, be hey, shitting yeah, me. Yeah. <laughs> you gotta, you gotta pay for those there, Crucky. And he's just like, oh, all right, whatever. <laughs> oh well, never mind then. I don't know about <laughs> all that. It's just so great. The he's, Phillies, yeah, man. The Phillies have just been really fun to watch recently. I mean, the other day, so Seamus and I were talking when it was – we were watching the game yesterday, and just when the offense was firing on all cylinders, right, the bullpen comes in and blows it. First of all, Corey Knable, 
cannot be your closer anymore. It's got to be Sir Anthony Dominguez. It's got to be Sir Anthony Dominguez. You can use Knable to set him up. I'm fine with that. That's like somewhat of a demotion. But Sir Anthony Dominguez has to be your closer at this point. And it's just, yeah, he gave up a dinger yesterday on the first pitch, but he was he was money after that. But and the other thing that James and I talked about, aside from the um, the bullpen, was that today's win or like today's game would be really telling of how the Phillies are as a team, right? So they went on that nine game win streak, lost a game, won a game, and then lost this one in a heartbreaker, but then came back today and won. So like it's a gritty team. And I have I have every reason to believe that Rob Thompson is is all about that. He's like, hey, we lost that one. It sucks. Let's come back out tomorrow and we'll play again. Uh, that's really that's really it. And the other thing is like when the offense is firing and the pitching is on is is decent. When the offense is as good as it is right now and the pitching is average, there's no stopping this team. And that's it. It's just when the offense isn't on fire and the pitching stinks is when the Phillies get into trouble or the other way around, you know? Mm-hmm. So, and yeah, I agree with this in the comments. Like you go, Brad Hand, Connor Brogdon, Sir Anthony Dominguez. Haven't seen a whole lot of Connor Brogdon this year, if I'm being honest, but um, he, I've never had an issue with Brogdon. I thought he was okay last year. I've heard good things this year. Um, for some reason, every game that I, every game that I catch like on the road, cause I haven't been able to watch all of them being, you know, driving across the fucking country and whatnot. I just haven't caught Connor Brogdon in the game yet. Um, no, I but, just haven't said. Just not a big. Uh, you don't see Connor Brogdon as appointment television. You got to pull over and. Uh, oh fuck, Brogdon's no. in the game. No, <laughs> no, I, I, no, I really. Just, you know, I, I thought, mean, you know, no, I'm, I'm sure. I just haven't. Thought, it just hasn't lined. <laughs> it just hasn't lined up. Just hasn't lined up yet. For, wrong place, for wrong reason. time. You know, but I like that. Brad Hand, Connor Brogdon, Sir Anthony. You got to still mix in Knable somewhere. I mean, he's not. I mean, he's a terrible closer, but. He's still he's a good so ass, dude. I mean, he's still he's still a decent arm. You know, he's better than what better than some of those other guys in the fucking pen, like Norwood. I mean, he just got designated. But uh, I've been there liking everything I've seen out of uh, Bilotti. He's had a couple of good good games. That's one guy who I've seen pitch like every game. I'm like, who the fuck? Like, who is who is this guy? And then he comes in and shoves, which is pretty cool. So mm-hmm. other than that, I mean, Phillies just if they figure out their bullpen. Everything else, because starting pitching has been unreal. Rangers having a tough year, but um, other than that, man, like the starting pitching has been phenomenal. Mm. It's just been the bullpen, like yet again. It's just the same shit. Like I've seen this movie over and over again. It's just so. It's incredible how we refuse to. I mean, look, we need. I mean, did we need every signing for the? Yeah, we needed those signings for the lineup. We did. Yes, but the fact that this team somehow just for seemingly forgets to invest any resources whatsoever in the bullpen. Is truly amazing. Well, and they it's thought that tr- they would si- like they would silence all the fans and be like, "Oh, we signed Brad Hand and Yuris Familia." Well, like Yuris Familia stinks, and that didn't. They're two has been. Yeah, they're like they're both has been, like have been. Like it's just like, and we expected nothing less. I mean, yeah, I was optimistic with Brad Hand because he was a really good reliever for the Brewers and whatnot, and Yuris Familia had his moments with the Mets and shit like that. So I don't know. It's it was. It's frustrating that they still haven't made any moves in the bullpen. But, I mean, the All-Star break is rapidly approaching, which means the trade deadline is rapidly approaching. And they're going to need to make some moves for that bullpen because the starting pitching has been phenomenal. 
phenomenal. I mean, Kyle Gibson today goes eight strong. Like, when have we? When are we ever going to expect Kyle Gibson to go eight strong? I mean, like it's that just doesn't Never. happen. He's your fifth guy. He's your fifth guy, fourth or fifth guy in the rotation if you count Ranger. So just just crazy town. Braves, what? Yeah, I mean, Braves winning again. We can't really focus on the Mets, but yeah, the Braves have just been on the same tear as the Phillies right now, which helps us absolutely zero. <laughs> Um, but just take the Phillies just got to take it one game at a time. Just one game at a time, man. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's the real, that's the real God's honest truth there, Sam. I'm not going to disagree with you now. I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to become a hypocrite here. I'm going to, okay. uh, uh, I, I know I hate talking about prospects. I hate talking about the okay. system, but what the fuck's going on with this Andrew Painter kid? What's the deal? Do you, do, do you Dude, know, I mean, I, he's been, he's been, painting the he's been painting the quarters he's been painting I mean, them it's kind of ridiculous i mean i understand the competition he's going up against but that's that's still my point is just like he's too good for where he i mean i understand you know you we're, last thing you want to do is bring a guy up too early no you know, that's you the thing want, and you, you know i know but i don't know why he's not even in he's not even in double a right now he's in single a and so, you're like, you got to promote him somewhere to see what Jersey Shore do. must be going for a chip or something. They're, 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 they must be, they must be <laughs> they doing must something. Be. According to our good friend Design Tree here, the pitching staff at Jersey Shore is elite. I mean, who else is who else is down there? I know we got I Painter. I mean, I'm not much Painter. Of a... I mean, it's Mick Abel, right? I, I don't know if he's oh, in that. Mickable, Mickable yeah, Ultra, Mickable. Yeah, he's been killing it too. But he's been kind. Of, he's kind of been in. Painter's shadow, to be honest. No, that's exactly. I'm surprised that I've been hearing more about Painter this year. This is why I had yeah, to ask. I, I was like, I thought Mickable was like our our golden boy, and now I'm seeing tweets of a of a Jersey Shore. What is it? Is that High A? Yeah, something like that. It's, it's high definitely a not like the. Yeah, it's 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 High A. It's not. It's like one of those things. I'm seeing high. I'm getting advanced. Yeah. If I'm gonna see, you know, highlights from a pitcher from a Phillies High A team, you know, I figured it was gonna be Mickable. But uh, yeah. But no, I think the low. I think the low A is in Clearwater. Is the low A, and then the high A is Jersey Shore, which makes yeah. a little more sense. But yes, yes. Now, oh yeah, Sam, do you have anything else to add on the Phillies right now? Uh, looking forward to anything? Uh, what's the situation in your eyes for the next uh, week or so? Well, I mean, I'm looking forward to having one of the easiest schedules in, in all of baseball. But, you know, the Phillies will find a way to make me regret that statement. So, yep, absolutely. Um, but no, it's it's great that, what is it, 12% of our games are with Not, 19. Are the Nationals? I, I want to say I read 19. I'm not a numbers guy, though. Never have been. No, so. we, I mean, neither of us are. So that's that's fine. But no, mm-hmm. playing against the, I mean, I watched the Nationals in a game against the Dodgers, and they were pretty abysmal. So. I mean, and Juan Soto, he's getting the hell out of town, dude. I'm telling you, like he's 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 getting the hell out of town. He hates DC. He, yeah, yeah, bring him on in. Let's let's spend more money on a non. Bring him home. Right? Yeah, bring yeah. him home. <laughs> Stupid money. Let's take baby. another outfielder from the fucking Nationals, right? Let's go like, full Dodgers. <laughs> fuck it. Let's go ridiculous, right? Why can't we? Well, screw the number four payroll. I want the number one payroll in Major League Baseball. I've had enough putzing around. This is ridiculous. Right? If that gets us a championship, like I'm on. I don't. I, I don't. I wouldn't even care. I would I actually care, rather yeah. we have the number one. Imagine this: the number one payroll in Major League Baseball, fourth in the NL East. Think of the content. Think. <laughs> 
think of the content, I mean, the content's right? great now. I can only imagine what it would be if it got up. <laughs> we get Juan Soto in the mix. We get uh, who else? Who else is a good baseball player? We, we trade. Uh, Xander Bogarts, man. You get Xander, get Xander Bogarts, Bogarts in the mix. Shortstop. Trade for Lance Lynn. Let's get weird. Let's get what? crazy. <laughs> Lance Lynn out of the bullpen. Yeah, like, what are you going to work him in the rotation or what? The, our closer. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Guy started every game of his MLB career, and he's going to be nah, the closer for the Phillies. Not in this city. <laughs> nah, you got to sacrifice for the team here in Philly. All right, you got nine guys making more than you, and you're getting paid three hundred million dollars. <laughs> oh my god, that's awesome! I'm I'm in, dude. I'm in. Let's get let's get I'm all the guys. Let's get weird. Let's make, Let's, it Let's make it rain on MLB. Well, one thing, oh. one more thing before we before we move on from the Phillies. Obviously, the the lineup being what it is, you can afford to to sell a piece or two, right? Mm-hmm. In the current lineup, who are you putting on the chopping block? Who am I putting on the chopping block? Yeah, I don't know, man. I mean. <laughs> Here's the thing. It, we've got really good, but, you know, I get rid, rid of one of those guys. I feel like it all falls apart. Like, I, I really do feel like this, I could, mean, this could really. We we get one, like, you know, we don't really have the farm system or depth to make up for anything at missing any of our guy, even uh, Odubel. No. Like, we, we need we no. need, it. And he's not even, I, I don't even think he's that good. But, like, we he's just, not. But the fact that he's still the fact you know the fact that he still plays a, a role on this team at, at at the talent levels that he's at, I'm not comfortable. Now look, if we're giving guys away and giving something back, and there's some kind of lateral move in the lineup, I could be comfortable with, with moving pieces. Or well, that's what I'm thinking. Yeah. Or if like, we get if you'd... Mm-hmm. that no, that's the thing. It's like all of every possible trading piece has to be used for pitching. Has to be. Because you have hitters that can come in off the bench and fill a spot somewhere in the lineup. And I hate to say it, but the two guys that come to mind for me right now are Didi Gregorius and Reese Hoskins. And like, if you're Reese Hoskins, or if you're the Phillies, you have to think, okay, we can get a decent arm or two solely based on how streaky Reese Hoskins is and how hot he can get at times for teams. If you trade him... If you trade him to a playoff team and he gets hot at the right, like you could sell Reese Hoskins to a contender and be like, hey, dude, like when he's hot, he will single handedly win you baseball games. But only if he's hot. And that could easily get you a decent to above average arm for the bullpen. So like, then what, what do we do with Reese? Well, then you move, Alec, you move Alec Bohm over to first base. Genius. I'm in. And you've sold me. Yeah. <laughs> you've, you've already sold me. <laughs> you move Alec Boma over to first base. You put Bryce Stott at third base, and and Bob's your uncle. Like that's like that's that's it. Now get Bryce and Stott at shortstop. Gene Segura. Shortstop, at third. Well, I mean, you can't. I love Segura at, at third. Segura at well, third is out until like August. <laughs> oh, I fuck! I forgot about that. I've been I've been riding yeah. this high that I'm just gonna <laughs> that. Motherfucker, never mind. Didi, you play a little more, I guess. I like Didi. You know me. Yeah, I'm a big been, Didi guy. 
He's been great. I mean, he's been honestly better than I thought he would be offensively as well. And he's been great. He, he's he was honestly the first name that came is. to mind when you brought that up. Like, who yeah. who, who would you rather see go? But then yeah. I was like, I can't do my boy Didi like that. I know. It's, it's unfortunate. But he's just one of those guys right now who's at the end of his career, could maybe help a team out defensively. I mean, it's just. Yeah, you got to look at everything. Weigh all the options, as Kanye West said. Yeah. Uh, and I think that's a perfect right. segue into the doghouse brought to you by Wide Plank Floor sure. Supply. <laughs> Visit their uh, website at www.wideplankfloorsupply.com. Get a recommendation for a contractor. Get a quote. Wide Plank Floor Supply. If it's wide, they've got it. Sam Glavin, I understand you have a story from your travels. Do you like to share I with do. It is story time with Sam Glavin. And we are going to do, yeah. I mean, why not? Let's 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 roll the roll the video. Go birds! <laughs> All right. So Seamus and I are in fact in Arlington, Texas, right now. We caught the Rangers game today against the Houston Astros, and uh, we were in Jerry World. I mean, that stadium. We were looking at, I mean, in the video is just an it's it's obscene how big how big that fucking stadium is. But we were sitting, so this is where the story comes in to play. Is like obviously we're sitting there, we're looking around, seeing if we see any like oh Cowboys fans, Cowboys fans. I begged Seamus not to wear any Eagles gear just because I didn't want to step on any toes. Like we got onto the field today for the Texas Rangers. Like I didn't want to I just didn't want to didn't want to go there. He's wearing his Eagles shirt now to 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 fix all that which is which is good but there are a couple guys sitting in front of us and there are big rangers fans which is fine we got no beef with the rangers but then they start talking about the cowboys and now my ears perk up i'm like oh, i want to see like what cowboys fans are are talking about like with their with their squad because i don't get that like we're too far away from any like actual hometown like cowboys fans that like anytime i hear cowboys fans in philadelphia i just tune them out because fuck them because they're imbeciles uh, yeah, they're just trying to be contrarians just for the sake of argument sake. And I hate those kind of people. So it's uh, so they're talking and these are actual hometown guys like from Dallas and talking about the Cowboys. And they're like, oh, well, you know, I don't know how they're going to be this year. I mean, the McCarthy guy seems to be doing OK. I'm like, <clears throat> like, OK, yeah, sure. <laughs> um, but. Then they start talking about like, oh, we're losing our two best receivers. I'm like, OK, so I'm thinking in my head, Amari Cooper. And they're like, yeah, like, oh, that that guy, oh, what's his name? What's his name? First of all, if you can't name, like, your number one wide receiver, like, what kind of fan are you? Uh, they're like, oh, yeah, Amari Cooper, like, he's gone. And they're like, well, who's that other guy? And they and they both look at each other they're like, CeeDee Lamb, like, he's gone too, right? I'm like, you guys just drafted him. Like, what in the world? What am I listening to right now? And so I'm just putting Cowboys fans in general in the doghouse because, one, why not? I'm in Arlington, Texas right now, and I can't stand looking over at AT&T Stadium and how grand it is, as seen in the video. Um, and two, like, the hometown guys, like, not knowing anything about their football team. Like, if that was in Philly, the guys, if anybody in Philly was listening to that conversation about the Philadelphia Eagles, they'd be like, what the fuck are you guys talking about? Like, straight up to their face. And, like, oh, how yeah. do you not know this about the Eagles? But it's with the Cowboys, and I guess they just don't give a shit as much as we do down here in Dallas. So, again, the doghouse, idiots. Fucking morons. 
That's moron. It was just the weirdest thing. It was the weirdest thing. I, I, yeah, man. I mean, the, yeah, they need to get in the doghouse. This is why, like, nobody takes the Cowboys fans seriously because they're either – look, and I understand that there are real Cowboys fans out there. There are normal people that root for the Dallas Cowboys. I fully understand sure. that. But those yeah. aren't the ones I care about. Those aren't the ones I'm complaining. I'm complaining about, like, a, a large swath of the fan base that is just completely idiotic. And, yeah, I mean, you've you've seen it right there. You've seen it firsthand. Mm-hmm. And uh, and 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 you did it right at the source too. You, know, you got right yeah. to the ant hill and you went down. <laughs> and uh, yeah, 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 man. So they so they're going to the doghouse. Uh, who do you got in the doghouse, buddy? It, pretty fucking easy this week, man. Uh, I got to go, Phil Mickelson, good old lefty in the doghouse. Not a year ago, sure. I was so happy for him to win his, uh, you know, another major that PGA Championship at Kiowa it was incredible to watch. Um, and now a year later, I mean, this guy is looking like he's a supervillain almost in a movie or something. I mean, he's he, he's signed with the Saudi backed live golf tour, which uh, for like a guaranteed like two hundred million dollars. Uh, and he's basically just getting paid with blood money. And look, I understand that getting in bed with murderous foreign governments is something of an American tradition. <laughs> and we shouldn't it's not fair that now this is where we draw the line you may say but it's more the way that he's justified it and the way he talks about it he, he's like well you know it's like you know money for my my for my family and you know to help grow the game and i'm like i dude i need, i i like to watch golf i like to watch high quality golf no way in hell i was watching that it was him and yeah. Dustin Johnson and a 16-year-old kid from Thailand. I'm like, what the fuck am I looking at? Why would I ever watch this? And the, and, and the real thing, Sam, the real story is, is this, is that he's doing this really to pay off just immense gambling debt. This is the sad That's thing. hilarious. Like, that wouldn't happen in any other sport. Like, this, actually, it's just so funny that it's golf. Like, it's, <laughs> it's like a movie. It's like a movie yeah. almost. Like, it, 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 it's kind of like Tin Cup. You know, it's a little, <laughs> it's a little like Tin Cup, except uh, if instead of getting a twelve, movie. of course, of course. I mean, it's one of three. <laughs> They're all great, but oh my! It, instead of getting a twelve on the last hole of the U.S. Open, uh, to be remembered by just lay up. Is just lay up. Taking is taking two hundred million dollars worth of oil money from a government that kills journalists, and then responding with. Um, saying he has the deepest of sympathy and empathy for victims of 9-11, which is wild <laughs> just to say. I don't that care what the, the realm of like conversation I don't care that, like, is insane. <laughs> like, some, granted, somebody did write a letter and were like, this is ridiculous, Phil, and all you other golfers are sport-watching this horrible regime, which is pretty much what our sports leagues do. But that's neither here nor there. Um, you know, uh, but even so, Phil, you just got to be like, you know, I totally respect it. I fit, but just don't, Phil, you're, and he's so freaky looking when he's saying it too. He looks like shit is the biggest problem. He looks like he's been on a bender. Like it's not great. It looks like Tin Cup. He looks like he's been in Tin Cup. He looks like he's, he looks like Roy McAvoy from Tin Cup. I mean, look, Costner. look here. I'm, 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 I'm gonna put a little picture in the stream here. Yeah, why not? Just a, it's just, just so fil- funny, man. That like, you kind of saw like 
I mean, this is my first taste of like all this like kind of sketchy money came from when I first got into soccer, like with FIFA. Mm-hmm. And now like seeing it come back like through golf and I'm like a little bit older, like kind of understanding like, oh, like this is kind of sketchy. Like, okay. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he yeah, doesn't look great. Like, and that's the best picture of him from this weekend so far. This is the oh, best yeah. look. This is his peak right now. It's troublesome. So, look, Phil, I hope you pay your debts off. You know, I hope, you know, you enjoy your hundreds of millions of dollars from the Saudi government. And I hope your family is doing great. Like, uh, what? Dude, like, I fucking <laughs> hate this. And, you know, I'm going to end the doghouse here, but I'm going to keep going. Uh, and that's okay. going to do it for the doghouse. <laughs> brought to you by Wide Plank Floor Supply. Visit the website at www com. get a recommendation for a contractor get a quote wide playing floor supply if it's wide they've got it check out their showroom warehouse king of prussia go in look at the wood go hey that's some nice fucking wood i'm gonna buy that and then you know what once you buy it they're gonna be like look we're gonna get a guy to put it in we're gonna get him make yep. it look real nice we're gonna yep. get it all set up for you and you know what? That guy goes, oh, man, I need supplies. You know where he can go to? You can go, he can go to Wide Plank Floor Supply. Yeah, he can. So you, your contractor, can go to Wide Plank Floor Supply together and hang out and loiter. You can't do that. But that's neither here nor there. Wide Plank Floor Supply, that's why they've got it. Sam. That's it, man. Sam Glavin. Yeah. What's happening to my beloved sport of golf? I I couldn't tell. I mean, you could tell me better than I could. I just think it's hilarious that Phil Mickelson's getting involved with the wrong people. Like it's it's so funny. (laughs) Phil Phil Mickelson, Dustin Johnson, just collecting fat checks to play against teenagers. It's incredible, Sam. It's genius if you look at. I mean, if you look at it from their perspective, like I mean, it's a win-win. How do you say? Yeah, you get a little bad PR, but with the money that you're getting from this, you can hire a great PR lawyer. So, like, yeah, you got 175 million dollars. Dollars. Yeah. That's such a funny word for money. Dollars. 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 There was this guy on the. Quick tangent. There's this guy <laughs> on 97.5, like on the ads, that would be like, you can now save $500. And he'd say dollars, dollars. And my dad and I would be like, not even like affiliate dollar. <laughs> it's yeah. not, it's not, no. It, he wasn't being, a, he's not, it was clearly not a Philly guy. It was, okay. it, but it was just like some weird accent. But regardless, he, he definitely also was not Saudi Arabian. No, well, I'm trying to think, think of like what the hell kind of accent that is now. Dollars, dollars, maybe like dollars. Nova Scotia. May, yeah, maybe Nova Canadian. Scotia. Yeah, or yeah, like that could up work. there somewhere. Dollars, dollars. or like North Dakota. North Dakota. Bop, North bada, Dakota. Bop, bop. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that'll do. When are you sure. going to Let's Omaha? Go. By the way, when are you going to Omaha? We That's are weekend, going. Right? Or is it next weekend? Uh, no, it's after. It's right after Minnesota. When is the date, Seamus? Again. June June 25th is so we'll be there for games one and two of the finals. Oh, which shit. is unbelievable. Yeah, when does it start cool. and how long does it last? Let's segue so now into college starts, baseball. And just... Yeah, we can do that. It, seg- or it starts very, very soon. I don't know the exact dates. Maybe Seamus G can get on that, but it's the final eight teams um, that make it to the College World Series for the um, for, for Omaha. And then they play, they each play a three game set against whoever they go up against um 
and then then they go to the semis and then they go to the finals and that's it. Hopefully I'm really hoping that it only goes like two games. Like so whoever we watch like in the first game, whoever wins that game is who we're gonna root for in the second game. Yeah, so then you can see the the, the end of the series. Because we can't go to game three. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm excited. It's a real bummer that's though, hilarious. like um so like the the sleeper of the whole tournament basically was uh was Yukon and a buddy of mine like that I played with in high school who was like my shortstop like on the on my team for for three years was is the second baseman and a leadoff hitter for UConn and he transferred from LaSalle because they cut their program and he transferred oh, yeah. to UConn and they made like this unbelievable run uh they beat Maryland in their in their own regional like twice they beat them twice they beat Wake Forest LIU but they're nobody um and then they went on to the supers and beat Stanford with the best offense, the co- like one of the best offenses in the country in game yeah, one, yeah. and then ended up losing the next two games. So they didn't get into the, they didn't get into Omaha, but it was, Damn. it was amazing to watch. Like it was a college base. Like it's baseball in its purest form, dude. Like it's just, it's so fun to watch. So fun to watch. Sam, I'm going to sure. give you a task. Okay. I'm going to give you a task. If Steven shock is in Omaha while you're in Omaha, we're gonna like. You we need will. to locate him. We will. No, he. he I he, saw a tweet today. He's like, he's going. This is. Omaha. I know I he's going, but I'm. Yeah. I'm saying I don't know when. I don't know what the overlap might be. So nope. If he's not there, I'm not gonna be we mad. Reach out. We we, should, we definitely will reach out. You should uh, say what's up on TikTok or maybe, or maybe we do but, a College World Series, uh, you know, recap episode with Steven yeah. Shock of the Wolves. I would love to do that. Maybe maybe we, maybe we get him on. Maybe we get him and on. Who, I mean, hey. I don't know. Seamus, I'll show you after. Uh, I'll show you after the show. But he's basically like the premier for anybody who doesn't know who's who's listening. Stephen Stephen Shock. I, I, I guess that's how you say it. Shock. Um, I, yeah. Was a college pitcher for uh, the University of Virginia, who went viral um, on this interview that he had, where he was basically just like, "I'm just a dude who like throws baseballs and I like dipping dots and, and like, my dogs love me." My yeah, my dogs awesome. love me. Yeah, like it's <laughs> it's it was the best thing. And now he's kind of taken it upon himself, and I really respect him for it to cover college baseball the way it should be covered because it's not being covered the way it should be. It's um, working. I'm I'm in. And, and I've been watching is, college baseball. It is fully Fuck. working. He's worth the follow. He covers all of it, and it's hilarious. Just the way that like it's a college ba- basically a college baseball player covering college baseball, and like you great. just can't. You can't get any better than that. Like it's it's mm-hmm. it's awesome. So you should definitely go give him a follow. I think it's like at the big donkey forty seven, something like yeah. that on, uh, <laughs> on Twitter, which is it's incredible. Just if if you I have to sum up him... an Instagram account into a handle, like that's exactly like big donkey forty seven. The big donkey, like big so big fun. money, dude. I I one thing I have. Oh shit! I respect him. I respect him for doing something. You know how it is. <laughs> Happens. Let's keep moving. Now, <laughs> you know how it is. Let's keep moving. Uh, oh, no. I remember now. He okay. has a podcast, and I respect him because the podcast helps you t- helps tell you how to pronounce his last name because it's the shock factor. Well, there you go. But That's great. with his name. And there it is, which is, I think, such a gentlemanly move. <laughs> it's really helpful. So Speaking no one has of, to ask. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Speaking of respect, he's now like his next step – 
in like his next step forward in the college baseball world is helping JUCO transfers get noticed on Twitter and get. Oh yeah, I've seen that. One, so like he's gonna any he said anybody who wants to send me their shit, like if they're a JUCO bandit or if they're looking to transfer, like if they send if you send it to Stephen Shock, he will post it on his own Twitter regardless of how many trash. <laughs> I don't even know if that's I don't even know if that's the case, but I don't think that's it, the, I don't think that's the uh I don't think that's a, a condition. Just the thing that he's doing for the for the game of college baseball and the game of baseball in general. I mean, he's just putting it on the map right now, which is just an unbelievable mm-hmm. an unbelievable feat, especially since like college baseball was just kind of put by the wayside and only really watched by college ba- or college or baseball fans in general. So I, I used to I would I would say before the last two years I watched more little league World Series than college World Series. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Oh, absolutely. I yeah. I mean, I never watched any college baseball. I was like, college, but why the fuck is that on? Now mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, holy shit! Because now I actually know who these teams are and the person. Yeah. It's, it's it's really cool yeah. the way it's covered. Yeah, man. I it's it's been um it's been a big baseball time of year. I mean, the 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 Sixers have been fucking out for so long. Yeah. Eagles. I mean, we get a little bit of news, a little nuggets here and there. I don't know if we've talked um, about. Do you see Julian Lurie now has an official title? Jeff Lurie's son now has an official title with the. We Birds. did. I don't know we, we talked, talked about, about that, that like uh, talked two weeks that? ago. Yeah, I think. Fuck so, yeah. yeah, man! Get in <laughs> yes, there, and get that money. And, well, in other Eagles news, how about that wide, no-name wide receiver like making the best? Devin the, the Allen. Third best, yeah, Devin Allen, the the third best time and hurdles ever in the whole world and he's on our roster as a wide receiver like (laughs) notably notably uh, i was uh uh, saying um i was uh, i was talking to our good friend victor williams and i was like he was like is he black and i was like no he's white he goes no he's black now like carson wentz in 2017 he's black (laughs) i was like (laughs) all right i mean yeah No, I mean that you 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 didn't see those memes, bro, in 2017 with Carson Wentz. They like photoshopped him in like a do rag and stuff. Like they're like Carson Wentz is officially black. I may have seen the do rag. I may you may have seen the do rag. Am I jogging your memory a little bit there? Yeah, that's a little. Yeah, it's a little jog. It's a a little pop culture. A little fun. That's that's great and all and all that. But I I'm loving everything that the Eagles are posting about just Jalen Hurts being the man. I mean, they're clearly all in on that guy, which is really oh, cool to yeah. see. Oh, yeah. Nick Sirianni um, said he's seen a huge leap, huge difference in Jalen Hurts in both his arm and his just, like, intensity. It's just, like, everything we want to hear. And I know they know that. from the jump. And I know they know that's what we want to hear, but I'm yeah. happy to hear it anyway. <laughs> exactly right. Exactly right. I mean, we all knew. I mean – Maybe not. We all knew. Like you still get some Eagles fans here and there, like Jalen Hurts stinks and whatnot. Um, and I actually got kicked out of a, a Philadelphia sports group chat of like my college for saying that Jalen Hurts is like a good player yesterday. So, um, but that's neither here nor there. Anyways, uh, I think Jalen Hurts every year he's been in the league. I mean, I say it every episode. He's he's progressed, and it's no it's no shock to my knowledge right now that he's progressing. He's no, progressing sir. because he's a dog. He's no, a sure. dog. And that's it. Like, I mean, that's all I got on the Eagles, man. This Jalen Hurts is progressing, and that's what I like to Jaylen hear. Hurts. And oh, I mean, I guess the other thing is um Station is gonna be calling the plays from here. Cool. From here on out, Whatever. Which is cool. Go which for it, buddy. Fine. Which is exactly what we needed 
at the second half of last year, Nick Sirianni. He probably stepping back. He probably told Sirianni like, "Yo, can we run the fucking ball, dude?" Yeah, <laughs> can we That's fucking run exactly the ball, bro? Right. And I mean, and now that now that guy is calling the plays for the whole year, or for the foreseeable future. Is I could just see them in the coach's room, just kind of watching film from like the first couple of weeks, and they're just sitting there in silence. And Man, Stice, she just passes, turns to him, like... and he goes, "Nick, you seeing this?" And he goes, oh, I think it looks great, man. He goes, you sure? You don't yeah. see anything wrong here. <laughs> Are you 100% sure about that? It's like, oh. oh I'm looking forward to it, man. I mean, the, training yeah. camp is so close. We're so close to training. We're close to getting really in the nitty-gritty of the mix. Dude, I'm excited. I'm, I'm excited yeah. to be in South Philly. I'm going to be real close to the stadiums. I'm going to just. Oh, you are gonna be a South. I mean, I'm we can go talk just, about a little bit a little later after the episode. Yeah, I yeah, but like it's gonna be beginning. That's cool. It's gonna be party time. Well, I'll dude, be so right many there fucking night games this season. season. So many night games this season. As there should be. I mean, it's one of the most exciting teams in the NFL right now. Everybody's gonna oh, want to watch them. Right? Like, the NFL knows that. Games. The NFL, you know, the NFL knows exactly what it's doing at all times when it comes to their money. Mm-hmm. What no else doubt. is there? The Eagles are say, a fun team. I will say this. I harangue and harangue and bitch and moan about the anti-Philadelphia bias in the media. <laughs> but for some reason, NFL TV scheduling loves the birds. They love the birds. They put them in the primetime slot. When they're even remotely good, they get flexed at least to America's Game of the Week at 4 o'clock. It's the one area that the city and the teams actually get any amount of respect at all and i think it's so funny because i it's the one thing i bitch about but i'm like you know what damn every single game it seems is is gonna be after dark i'm looking for it's all about that money you know i'm I'm tuning in it's fucking birds yeah i mean don't waste and and and, and also it's nice to get top-notch commentary teams um yes. i was sick at, la- at the start of last year oh, when we were horrendous. just getting dog shit guys and especially down the stretch when we were making a run but they had already finalized the second half of the schedule i was ready to pull my hair out i couldn't listen to those guys anymore so i was looking horrible. forward to all the dude the commentary teams are all switched up now we got al michaels and and herbie on thursdays I so weird we got, I, I, is it joe buck and joe buck and aikman it's joe on monday buck. nights yeah, they're on. They're going to be on ESPN now. I think. Yeah, it'll yeah. be it'll and be then, Monday nights. That's so weird. I don't. You know, who's going to take night? over Is like the four o'clock? Who's going to take over the four o'clock games for like America's game or like um the football night in America or whatever? For you know exactly who's taking over, Sam. Uh, who is it? You and me, brother. Oh, oh it's us. Okay, <laughs> it's <laughs> us. It's I was going to say, remember when we tried to do that? Like with the, that was with, fun. With that, that was a fun little. Or whatever the fuck that was. Yeah, that was cool. We got some boys in the chat, no doubt. We, we did, pulled. yeah, I remember. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Cool. I think, you know, I think, you know what I think we've reached a time for? Is the a little wrap-up or what? Or what? Well, Seamus says. I mean, come on, man. Oh, yeah, Seamus says. I mean, I don't think Seamus has anything to say, to be honest. He, he, he has nothing to, to say. No, I, I don't I'm need sure a poll. he does. Here we go. Get him you don't, you have any – no recent news? Hey, guys. No recent uh, well, news Well, all right, bring that's up? fair. So the Flyers hired a new head coach. Yes, they did. And, uh, John Tortorella, and I'm actually pretty excited about it. I know Flyers fans are, like, the worst. Like, they'll just never be happy, maybe ever. Um. 
<laughs> so, uh, it, right now, no matter who was hired, if if it wasn't Trotz, like everybody's gonna be bad. But this guy is really hard nosed, and this team needs discipline. This team needs like it's gonna blow up. Like I think Liberty Yell said it. Like it's gonna blow up at some point. But for right now, we're getting behind this guy because we have no other option. And hopefully, hopefully. Guys like Travis Konechny or like Ivan Provorov or just like Cam Atkinson who can't get away from him, which is hilarious because he was the Blue Jackets coach. Hopefully they like fall in line and like actually do something. Like that would be real nice. That That would would be be real nice. nice. That would be nice. And you want to know who else needs a little discipline? You know who else needs to get smacked around a little bit? The, 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 The hockey media in this city. Needs, yeah. <laughs> needs needs to get bitched in a press conference. We've had Joe Girardi sleepily shrugging off Phillies reporters. We've had Doc Rivers uh, with his odd outbursts at basic questions. Now we need Tortorella going after a 6 nothing loss to the Rangers going, having Karkiti go, what went wrong? And having Torch just go, what the fuck do you think? You know, like that's what we need now. This is the only look. Tortorella, we lost the game. That's what went wrong. That's what fucking happened. He's terrible on the JVR is terrible on the power play. That's that. Sorry, <laughs> like I'm not gonna. I love how you. all of that shit is like all in the wrong places. Like obviously we didn't need that from Doc Rivers in like a in this in a Sixers press conference, but we no. sure as hell do need it in a Flyers press conference. Like it's just mm. the most Philadelphia thing in the world. I mean, I don't know. He was my pick, man. Torts was my pick. He's like the Jose Mourinho of hockey coaches where he comes in, he wins for like two years, and then it blows up immediately because his, his personality. We don't have the team for thin. one or two years. No. We just don't. No. No, we don't. So it's going to be interesting to see what happens when he eventually uh, pisses Comcast off to the point of firing him. Uh, either that or when we, you know, when he realizes that the roster's no good, what the fuck is he really supposed to do? <laughs> you know, when you've coached that many games, what are you really supposed like? You're like, you know what? I can coach them as hard as I can, but these guys suck. And that could yeah, end up being a bums. If you got bums, you got bums. Like, it's James, <laughs> correct me if I'm wrong. Did the Flyers not come out hot at the start of the year and then immediately go in the shit? They did. Weren't we like first no, they in did. the division? It, it, that's the second time and they're you know how the Phillies are like perennial 500 the the Flyers are first month first month and a half and then just totally go down like it's just totally bad so Mm, because I do actually have a phone from Florida good (laughs) so I don't know if you guys want that but all right so this I don't even have a name for it. All right. Everything you've heard about the Florida man is true. It's like the ticket master of the red, white, and blue. They find no sense. They make no sense. And I'm surprised the government hasn't stepped in either. I have no doubt they're both somehow clouded in sin. Regardless, we made it out alive. And I'll never go back for something which is something for which I'll strive. Very nice. Because Florida was the worst. <laughs> it stuck. <laughs> Florida was was different. Let me tell you, Florida was was wild. That was a whole different country. I mean, you think te- you, people say Texas is a different country, which it is. 
But Florida is a different country for all the yeah, wrong dude. reasons. Yeah, dude. <laughs> I mean, I was only in Miami for about 12 hours. And that was – I can't imagine going to Tampa. I can't imagine going to other places in via car. I had the luxury of landing, getting in a rental car, going straight to the city, and then leaving. You guys have to drive through the jungles, the rainforest, the – the Everglades, the so to speak. Literally the Everglades, yeah. Literally like, the Everglades. Fully, fully the Everglades, and that was an experience. That, oh, man, that was that was different. Would have been better <laughs> off in a fan boat with a banjo. Yeah. <laughs> I have always wanted to ride a fan boat. I, those are pretty I sick. We didn't even we got it on a boat, but it wasn't a fan boat. Like it wasn't, it wasn't like one of those boat. skiffs. No, it wasn't. It was a that's like a pretty lame. I know. Lie. It was the national lie. park of the Everglades, and they didn't have well, them, so I don't. Well, that they're lame. So yeah, they <laughs> sorry are. to tell you, I would have demanded a fan boat. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not getting on. A boat until you bring me a fan boat. They'd be like, well, until we will simply on the back of it. Like <laughs> they just get one out of the fucking like ranger station and like plug it into the on boat out. I mean, yeah, a fan this boat. is from like this the is... 1950s, but I'm sure it'll be fine. Like right now, it's if a... you guys really want it, like yes, we do. Actually. <laughs> yes. Like, yes, I require this. <laughs> this is something. Right. I require. Is that gonna do it? Is that gonna do yeah. it? For this episode? I think it yeah. is. Yes. Awesome. So thank you very much, everybody, for listening to this edition of the Wolves of Broad Street podcast. My name is Sam Glavin. You can follow me at Sam Glavin 6 on Twitter. And my co-host, Ryan Conway, at Ryan Conway 76. And, of course, our illustrious producer, Seamus G., who I'm going on this trip with, at Shamelessly SG. His skills have gotten unbelievable if you if you can believe it his skills have gotten better on the on that final cut pro johnson uh go check out the liberty line the liberty for all those cool blog posts and whatnot and the other podcast networks follow the liberty line on twitter at liberty line phl big shout out to drew smith and victor williams for letting us yell and scream on their platform seamus g close us down <laughs>